In three days, I start my big mountain hike, my big climb, the event that I've been training five months for. I am excited, I'm terrified, I am nervous, I'm anxious, but mostly I think I'm excited. I'm really excited to, I don't know, bust out hard work <laughs> and get it done. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this weekend is my 29029 climb. It's called 29029 Everesting. And what happens is I'm climbing a smaller mountain consecutively 13 times until I reach the height of Mount Everest. So I'm not actually hiking Mount Everest. There's no risk of altitude sickness. I'm climbing a small mountain consecutively. So the mountain that I'm climbing is called Snow Basin. And each individual hike that I'm doing is, I think, 2.3 miles long in distance and 2,000, around 300 feet elevation. So, yeah, that's a lot. What that works out to is about a 30-mile hike, I think, and you get 36 hours to complete it. And that sounds like a lot because it is. I think... Most people use the entire 36 hours and maybe get in a little bit of a nap. Basically, I've been training for this event for five months now. And at this point, you can't really train anymore. I'm in my rest period. What's it called? The taper, where you taper down in preparation for your event, but to, so you can save energy for your event. And like I said, at this point, there's nothing left for me to do except wait rest, go to the event, and do my best. And that's kind of scary because I can't do anything. It's just show up and do the best that you can because the important part was the preparation. The important part was the five months of training before the event, not the actual event itself. I mean, the event itself is still critical, but this has been a five-month journey for me. The event is just the last day but every other day before that has been just as important. And it's really funny because I have never been an athletic person and I still don't really identify as an athlete. I remember in grade eight, I was the slowest person in the grade. I was dead last at the bottom. I remember going up to the track and field um, leaderboard i guess and reading the sign looking for my name scrolling 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 and i was there dead bottom tina and i mean i'm not last place anymore <laughs> i think that's pretty cool um and i definitely do a lot of sporty and athletic things i still dodge a ball if you throw it directly at me i can't really catch but I'll at least try sometimes now. I used to dodge 100% of the time when a ball was thrown at me. I'd always be like, no, 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 don't hit me. But now I will at least attempt to catch it. And I just miserably fail most of the time. <laughs> I'm improving. I'm improving. I'm really liking 
Having a training event, though, I'm really liking that it comes with a certain regimen that you have to uphold in order to finish the event because I want to be the type of person that goes to the gym every day. I want to be the person that's in bed, up at six, waking up, working out, getting all of my errands done before noon, you know, like that kind of vibe. I want to be that person. So having this event makes it easier for me because I am forced to train. If I didn't train for this event, then I probably won't finish, which is not an option for me. So I have to train and I love that having an event forces me to train. So I could very well see myself doing something like this annually for a while some sort of challenge, um, probably physical because I like that it forces me to work out even when I don't want to. And actually with an endurance event, it made me almost addicted to working out because I would work out until I was tired. And then when I was tired, I honestly felt like I need to work out more because in my endurance event, I'm going to be tired most of the time. So I needed to train myself to force myself to work out while I was tired. It was weird. There was a point where I was hitting the gym two, three times a day, three hours or more the entire day. That didn't last long. I couldn't sustain that for a long time. It was a couple of weeks, but that was about the, the high point of the training. And then after that, I started to taper down. Um, and I am feeling really good about myself. I think that's a result of the amount of training that I did because now I feel stronger, I feel healthier, I feel more awake, I feel... I think the most important part is that I feel that I can challenge myself and I can meet myself at the challenge. And that is something that I've always struggled with. I've never really had too much self-belief and I guess it started with running the half that I did this year in February where I kind of made myself run and forced myself to run actually it was the cold plunges before that I started with cold plunges that kind of got me into this habit of working out and making myself uncomfortable on purpose in the name of growth. It, the cold plunges was what really drove it all home for me because I guess what I learned with the cold plunges is that it is okay to feel uncomfortable. And in fact, you probably need to feel uncomfortable to grow. And getting uncomfortable is kind of fun actually. You get a little bit of a rush afterwards because maybe you've just challenged. I think the rush comes from challenging yourself and then achieving the little goal that you set for yourself. And that almost sounds like it's so basic and so obvious that I'm almost embarrassed that it took me this long to figure out but I'm not because that's how it happened <laughs> um 
I, yeah, I mean, it took me this long to find something that I really liked to do. Yeah, now I'm doing it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Why is it unbelievable? Because I've been searching my entire life for something to fall in love with. And it turns out that it was disguised as discomfort. Because initially, when I started running, it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. I hated every second. But what I found is that I just had to keep running. I had to keep going through the discomfort. And after, you know, the beginning part where you just suck so bad and you're just learning and everything's new, after the initial period of it being awful, then it got really great. And now I love it, <laughs> which is really cool that it's healthy for me and it makes me feel good and it makes me stronger and live longer. I think the thing that you fall in love with is really important. <laughs> My athleticism started with weightlifting 10 plus years ago. But the thing about weightlifting is that it made me feel really strong, but my cardio was still very bad. So while I felt physically strong, I still couldn't run a block. You know what I'm saying? I still couldn't run any sort of distance whatsoever. So I felt very weak in my cardiovascular health and it didn't actually feel amazing. I don't think I knew back then what feeling good could feel like. So I felt good back then. But looking at me now, I feel way better now than I did in my 20s. And that is because of cardiovascular exercise. And it's a joke amongst my friends that we don't ever do cardio. It's cardi no. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's made a huge difference to do cardio. So... If you don't exercise your heart, if you don't ever sweat, if you don't, you know, do some high intensity exercise in a while, I highly, 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 highly recommend that you start doing so. Push yourself. And not only does it make you stronger in your heart, it'll make you live longer, but it's, again, practicing getting uncomfortable, seeing how long you can push yourself for testing your own mental limits, seeing how quickly your body or your mind wants to give up, but then noticing how much more that you can do once you have already decided that you're going to give up. It's pretty crazy, actually. I guess that's just another lesson that I'm going to reinforce for myself this weekend. I'm probably... The thing that I've learned about myself is that whenever I start doing cardio, I absolutely hate it. I do not understand how anyone likes to run. I could probably count on this hand or less the number of times I've started a run and I was like, oh, wow, this feels so good. I am so excited to run right now. I don't think that's happened too many times. Every single time I start a run, it's like this sucks. I don't want to do this. Why are my legs so heavy? Why is this so hard? Oh my gosh, my breathing is really difficult. And it's just all of that over and over. And it's not, it doesn't even last just for five, 10 minutes. It's probably half an hour until I finally get past that. 
And then it's like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm in a groove now. And then it's, oh, well, this doesn't feel too bad. And it's like your muscles are greased up and it just be becomes a little easier and it feels like it's a little smoother and you can keep going. And actually, when I was doing my endurance training for hiking, after an hour of hiking, it just kind of felt like automatic. I could just keep going and keep going and keep going. And eventually I stopped because you can't work out forever. <laughs> and that's something that you don't learn until you do it. And you have to do it until, I mean, you're fit enough to be able to run an hour. You, that's not something you discover until you can run for more than 30 minutes at a time. You know what I'm saying? In summary, I really encourage you to pick an event, something that challenges you, something that you really want to do, but it's challenging and it feels like it might suck, but also you have this tiny little inkling of feeling that you kind of want to do it. Whatever that is, sign up for it, do it, get it done, share it with me. I'll cheer you on. I'll be your hype team if you need one. Seriously, message me. And if I'm able to, maybe we'll even do it together. I don't know. I tend to I tend to be the one that talks people into doing events, um, but I can easily be talked into doing an event too. Obviously, if you need a hype team, send me a message, shoot me an email. I will be your hype girl. We got this. You can do it. Um, if you want to follow me on my journey this weekend, the event actually starts Friday, August 11th, not 10, like I previously said. And you can follow me on Instagram at Tina's underscore arena underscore. Um, my website is www.tinasarena.com and you can find my Instagram link on there. I will likely be posting on Instagram during the weekend as much as I can. So hope to see you there and see you on the mountain.